Welcome back to NMP Talk Show. Um, this is the show that keeps you informed and engaged with topics about your mental health, wellness. And today we're talking about mothers, how they have shaped our, uh, how they have shaped us um, till today. And we want to hear your experiences about your mother or the mothers around in your community, uh, what impact they have on you or they had on you. Um, do you still do things um, the way your mom has taught you to do? Or some of the things you don't do because you vowed when you were still young that you're not going to do that, what your mom is doing. So we want to hear all those experiences. And today um, is your day. Um, if you connected on Telegram, there will be a round button there with a hand. Uh, you click on that and I will allow you to speak. You can comment, you can ask a question. And uh, yeah, we're looking forward. So we're not alone on the show. We do have our guest, Sister Andy Makubela. Sister Andy, welcome to the show. Welcome back to our show. Thank you very much, Neo. Thank you, NMP. Thanks all those who are attending today. We appreciate yes. So, Sister Andy, and, and you are you are dressed so beautifully. <laughs> I, I I think I should have put on a tie, you know, uh, just to, to fit in, you know, nicely with you there. <laughs> but I don't have a tie on. <laughs> no, no, I mean I mean me. I'm talking about myself. Yeah. So as I mentioned, uh, Sister Andy, we're talking about mothers, and I know that you are a mother um, of beautiful children, and um, there are things that you as a mom, you know, when you're looking at your children and you, 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 you're nodding your head, you're like, yeah, no, I think I've done well. And um, there are things that on our side as children looking at our moms, and we're thinking what they used to do for us and or say to us, uh, we only get it now. We're like, oh, now I get it. But when we were still young, we didn't get it. We didn't understand what we were talking about. But with, with the experience that you had as a mother, you know, available experience, you knew what you were talking about. Any experiences that you'd like to share with us, um, Sistandi? Yeah, I um, I can mention a lot of things and which can be conquered by viewers or listeners about being a mother. <laughs> it, it's such an exciting journey to be a mother. Um, at first you think, ah, it's just a, like a one plus one is going to be two. Amazingly, <laughs> then a one plus one is 11. <laughs> so, so it doesn't come with a manual. <laughs> it doesn't come with a manual. It, it doesn't come with a manual. Um, mm. it, it, it's a beautiful journey uh, difficult journey, amazing journey, troublesome, but it develops. It mm. develops and it humbles. Maybe we can just mention that um, many parents will agree that children are from mothers. Children are from mainly Women, please don't let us not discuss the constitution and all that <laughs> at the moment because there yes. are lots of other definitions 
let us not be sensitive, oh, yeah. but a yeah. woman relations to her child or children she gave birth to. That's a woman. That's a mother. Yeah. So you yeah. give birth to this thing. You give birth to this object. You first have this object in your tummy, in your uterus, in your womb, and you carry mm. it for a long period, for about nine. Doctors will tell you of the gestation period, which is about, about 40 weeks or so. Sometimes it comes early, even if it comes at 30-something, it, it becomes healthy if things are okay. So you carry mm. this object, I'll call it an object, because day one is not alive until it becomes a human being. So a woman in relation to her child or her children, she has given birth to. So we're talking about relations here. We are talking about a mother and a child relation. Nature. Yeah. And you're talking about many months in your stomach, in your <laughs> womb, in you. You sleep, you wake up. Like, uh, like they are part of you. They are part of you. It, it's such a miracle, isn't it? it? It's just a miracle. It's just a miracle. You eat, they eat. Mm. You don't eat, they 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 they, they starve. They starve. Sometimes they make Ew. you crave. Let me tell you something. My daughters most of the time say, "Mommy, why did you eat like this?" I used to eat three hamburgers at a go. Yo. One, one. I said to my husband, "I'm not satisfied. I want another one, two. I want another one, three. <laughs> and I'm not talking about single. I'm talking about triple. You know." So yo, yo, the appetite. And this thing in your stomach is eating what you are eating. That's why wow. now on a serious note, it, it's advisable not to eat harmful food, for example, mm. excessive alcohol or alcohol at all when you're pregnant, or harmful drugs, because whatever you put into your mouth, this little one, this object mm. who tends to be a little one at a later stage, uh, yeah. will eat that as well. So the, the relationship is long. It doesn't start just at nine months. It starts from inception. Mm. It starts from when two partners um, mm. plan to, 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 to get involved. To conceive. Or to yeah. conceive, yes. Yeah. Now, now tell me, Sister Andy, yes. uh, here's a baby um, that's, that's, that you hold in your hand and you're a first-time mother. Um, the chemistry between that, that, that baby and, and yourself, it must be remarkable. I, I must say I don't have children. I don't even have one. So I, I would not even relate. But I, I want you to take us through that. And as, as they grow, the things that you tell them, how you teach them, um, what effect does it have on them? And and later on, we we can uh, turn the tables around and speak about us as children uh, with our mothers. Yes. Uh, so tell me about that chemistry. Yeah. The chemistry uh, of of teaching our children. You say. Yeah. No, the chemistry that you have between your 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 baby and yourself. Oh yes. You know. When you're looking at them, the first time you hold them in your in your hands, yes. you 
you know, you talk to them, but then they cannot respond with the same language that you speak. Yeah. But but they respond with emotions that you understand as a mother. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Neo, yeah, you're asking a relevant person. <laughs> Many heads, remember. Uh, my, my other head. Are you there, Neo? Yes, I am. Please hold a second. Uh, thank you. Do you mind using a different link? Uh, this one is for, for the studio. Thank you. Thank, thank you. Okay. Yes, yes. you can continue, um, Sistani. You know, most of us, many people have different heads. My other head is uh, I am a qualified midwife. So it's such a beautiful process and a period to help a woman to give birth to a newborn. Because the moment yeah. you remove that baby from the mother's womb, remember they are attached. There's this cord now, which is blood mm. flowing. They are blood related. Mm. So you cut this, this blood now. The baby's got its own blood now. The mother's got its own blood. But the link was this blood. So can you imagine the cord has been cut and the baby, you put the, as a midwife, you're supposed to, not supposed to, you must put the baby on the abdomen of the mother or on the chest. The moment he's born, she hugs the baby. Day one, minute mm. one. So that's how the bond starts. It starts the mm. moment, you know, the doctors first check the after score. We won't go into details whether the baby is breathing, yeah. is blue. I mean, is the color is good. And Let, Let's say they, they're breathing, they're, they're healthy. They're healthy. Yeah. Then you put the baby on yeah. top of the mother. So that first hug yeah. will always mm. be there. That first love will always be there. That care. So that's the first hug that makes you a mother. That's the first hug that makes you a mother. Wow. It's a warm hug. It, it must be. It, it doesn't leave. Wow. It's always there. Mm -hmm. That's why even if you, you cross path with the child, it does happen mm. in life. But you remember mm. that first hug. My mm, baby, mm, mm. you know. Before before we we continue, there, you know, I I see mothers have connected um, here on Telegram. Even a father, I see uh, Mr. Collins. <laughs> Thanks for joining and representing their fathers out yes. there. So I I would like the mothers there that are connected just just to relate a little bit how they felt when they they held their babies, um, they hugged their babies for the first time in the first minute the baby was out in the world, and then there on, on your chest. Um, do, is there anyone who would like to share that experience? Uh, please raise your hand on Telegram, and uh, we'll, we will definitely uh, call upon you. Yes, I see. I see we do have one. Uh, let me unmute you there. Thank you, Hilda. Welcome back to the show. You can unmute yourself now, Hilda. Hi, can you hear me? Yes, loud and clear. Hi, Neo. Hi, Hi. Sister Andy. Hi, Hilda. Welcome back. 
Yes, ma'am. What, what you are saying, it's so true. I remember the first hug of my baby. Yes. You know, it felt so good. I couldn't even remove my eyes from him. Mm. And this one lady was like, is this your first child? I said, yes. I said, I can see the way you're feeling. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Wow. wow. Because I just couldn't remove my eyes from him. It was such a wonderful moment with him. And when they they do good in life, you mm. still get that feeling again. Said, oh, you know, I remember when he was a baby. Mm. Now he's a grown up. Mm. Now they're getting married. Mm. That feeling will remain with you as a mother. Mm. Thank you. Thank you. Well, th <laughs> thanks for sharing that experience, Elder. Yes. Um, I know a yeah, mother of two. Um, it, it's such a repetitive um experience, I guess. Um. Is it the same though when you're having your second child? Uh, those feelings are the same, or they're just different on the on their own. When I got my daughter, the feeling was different mm. <laughs> <laughs> because it was like I got a friend. You know, I got a friend. Wow. The the feeling is for me it was different. But whenever they do good, whenever mm. they do bad, mm. you get that feeling that mm. why. How can I help them? You know, you want to just go through with them the whole life. Yes. Thank you. Oh wow! No, that's a that's a beautiful beautiful experience, Mr. Collins. Uh, tell us uh, about you as as a father. There, uh, do you have anything to share with us? I'll I'll mute you. Sorry to put you on the spot there, but how did you feel when you saw your first first child? You can unmute yourself. If you're able to, <laughs> to share the experience. There you go. Can you hear me now? Ah, beautiful. Yes, we can. Okay. Yeah, maybe what I can share is that, um, as you can see, maybe on the, I've just realized now on the photo that my profile picture actually shows it all. Mm. Um, it was when my second born was born, Mikael, Tato, mm. and... Um, uh, by God's grace, we are expecting a, a the third one. Uh, oh wow! Congratulations! Just a few months to go. Come again? Congratulations! Thank you, thank you, sir. Thank yes, you, sir. thank you, sir. sister. I had so, uh, so now. Uh, so, sorry, just a moment. I had uh, I had muted you, but now you unmute, sister. You, I saw you your mouth moving. No, I was saying congratulations. Okay. I enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> thank you yes <laughs> you know on on all i have two girls now expecting mm. a boy wow and um on all of them i was there when they got born because i wanted that experience wow and how um, was it how was even it? as you can see on it's amazing it's it's a great experience that i never forget hence i'm still too close Mm. With my girls, they are my everything because I was there when they got born. I held them on my hands first as their father and spoke a blessing on them mm. and spoke to them mm. because um, I wanted that kind of experience. And also, you know, the experience of seeing my my wife giving birth mm. is such an amazing experience. Bringing I've, life I've, to this I've, world. I've always been there. Bringing life to this world. 
I saw it and I saw that it's just God's miracle, you know. So hence, it, I got connected with that process that even now, mm. I can't wait to see my son coming. Mm. And then um, because I've always, you know, wanted the baby boy as well. Uh, so I just thank God that now it's finally it's, it's happening. And after that, we are done. <laughs> <laughs> so, we hope so. Sure. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so in, in all trueness, yeah, it's an experience I will never forget in my life. Wow. Hence, I'm mm. so connected to my girls. You know, Mr. Collins, I, I can yeah, even I feel it in your voice. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, how appreciative yeah, of okay. this of this gift from God. Mm-hmm. And um Yo, I, I have no experience. I have no cooking clue how it feels like. But just listening to you okay, as you. parents, um, yeah. I, I can see this is remarkable. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. True. In all trueness. Daddy. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's such an amazing experience. I'll never forget. Wow. Thank you for that experience. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Sister Andy. Yes. Thank you, sir. You want to jump in there? Yes. Um. Um. That... They always say ladies first. Sorry, Hilda, let me start with all Colin this time. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Um, I'm happy for Colin that uh, now they're going to have a second baby and a supportive husband who has been there when the baby is born or when their babies are born. It, it, it's such comforting to, to both the mother and the baby. Yes, the babies can't think mm. at that point in time, but that first touch of a mother and a, and, and a father it, it means so long uh, so much even when we relate now mm-hmm. there are three years there are 12 years there are 15 years mom was there dad was there you see so it's such a, a good support thank you very much colin i so wish many men can do that we are aware that most men are afraid of the labor ward. <laughs> but that's the place to be. <laughs> During ancient times, it never was a, an opportunity. But now it's an opportunity. We mm. encourage men to be there to support their wives and, and, and their children. And Hilda, yeah. Hilda mentioned that, you know, the, the children are always babies. My... my Children are always say, Mommy, you think we're 12 years? Because it's so true. In my <laughs> mind, they, they are just this leak. They are just little the ones, you know. And yes, it irritates them. But to me, it's like they are still two years because of that first touch. You always think they are, they are infants. Then they, they are adults. And children are nice to have as a mother and father, parents, because like you mentioned now, you mentioned that they are blessings. You see, even in the Bible, when you read the book of Psalm 127 verse 3, it mentions that children are an inheritance from God. And then it continues, the fruit of the womb is a reward. It is a reward. You know, because it's a miracle. People have spoken. It's a miracle. It's where they've been woven. They've been caged there. They've been caved there. And they've been, um, Mm. that's where life started. The Bible says so. 
and they need to be protected. They need to be loved. They need to be taught. Mm. They need to be nurtured. Um, they don't know anything. So as a mother or as a father, today we're talking about mothers, they need guidance from their mother. They need sacrifice from the mother. You know, you're still sleeping nicely, dreaming, and there she goes, there he goes, he's crying because he wants to change the nappy. <laughs> or she or he is hungry. So you wake up, you disturb your sleep. Yeah. Actually, don't disturb it. It's supposed to be like that. So we, you, you sacrifice as, as a mother. You work hard towards bringing up this, the, the, this baby. You respect this baby as well. Being a baby doesn't mean, ah, I'll do anything to this one. I know I won't clothe, I won't give pro appropriate food. At some stage, they react to things. They react to milk. Mm. Then you must go and get a relevant milk. They react to certain type of clothes. For protection and care mm. love, then you must go and get appropriate uh, uh, items for, for them. They annoy us sometimes, like we annoy them. <laughs> but then <laughs> that's when our patience is supposed to, to, to develop, to say, okay, I'm going to put myself in his shoes, in her shoes. Why is, is she, why is he annoying me? Why is she behaving like this? And then that's where the real mm. love comes. So children are mm. there to be loved. Even our constitution today, if we, could, we check our constitution, it says we must protect our children. It's two things, mainly two things in the South African constitution. You protect your child, you love, you take care of that child, no matter what. Mm. It, it's important to take care of so, this child as a mother. So, Sister Andy, Sister Andy, um, how, how does the bringing up of a child affect them in the future? Yeah, that, that, that's a good question, and, and it's a broad question, uh, the bringing up of the child um, mm. and their future. Remember, there's a mm. saying, monkey see, monkey do. <laughs> we don't say our children are monkeys. <laughs> but if children see a parent, a mother who is working hard, I like to start there, a parent who's mm. loving, a parent who is who's protective, then a child will develop to be an adult who's got love, who's protecting who's working hard. You know, most of us, we are brought up by mothers or grandmothers who worked as domestic workers. That's not an easy job. That's not an easy way to do. Mm. That's why most today people are not domestic workers. I, I, I'll give an example one of our first domestic workers who came in when my daughter was six months and passed away 2020. He was, she, she was so caring. She was working hard. Why I'm mentioning a 
I'll call her by her name, Mrs. Gonyela. She works so hard. Mm. And her children today are working very hard. Gonyela is my role model today because mm. I'm looking at her children who are working hard as the mother because that's what they took over. They took over from the mother who was working hard. I don't say their husband was not mm. working hard because today we're talking about mothers. Colleen, we talk about fathers sometimes. <laughs> so if the mother... <laughs> is, maybe maybe that's why they say it's a mother's t- mother tongue, ma- not a father tongue. I don't know why they, they say that. I'm not going to go there. <laughs> you know, when we're talking now about mother tongue, even words we utter from our mouths are supposed to be mm. appropriate, are supposed to be smooth. Because if we use languages which is not accepted by the, the family, the society, by the child, it's going to misguide the child. The child is going to use it. Honestly, when you're sitting with friends or the child, boom, is going to use that word. So we must be careful which words do we use when we're happy, when we're angry, mm. because that is going to be their future. So they take up from us. There's, there's a saying in Setswana. Um, I, I wonder if everyone understands Setswana here who's connected. Uh, but I'll try to explain it. It says, Pinyana fiery ping, meaning um, the child will always mimic what the, the parent is saying mm-hmm. or even doing. So uh, that being said, it, it, it means it's very important on on a mother or the father um, on how they behave, how they react, especially uh, towards each other. Because that's what we as children are copying from them. So if you are a loving father or loving mother, that's what you're planting in your child. Where When they grow up and they are parents, they're able to express it because they know what it's like and how it looks like and how it affects you. So they they, they could also, you know, uh, replicate it and their children also, you know, copy what they do. So... You as the first generation, um, you have a lot of responsibility as a mother or as a father. Uh, let me just say mother for the sake of uh, the topic today of our show. So you being a mother, you you can, you know, uh, channel or program your children on how they, they, they need to behave. Just by us looking at you as a parent, as a mother, you know, um, it has a long-term effect. So now, yes. um, Sister Andy, when you're looking at your children yes. as a mother, do you see any similarities or um, things that you used to do or your mannerism? Can you see them on your children? And when you see them, what do you feel? And, and this, this is a question to all the mothers that are connected here. Even the father, Colin, uh, today uh, I'm not letting you off the hook. You're going to comment. I don't know if Larato there, I see, is connected. You're a mother. Um, you're also welcome to raise your hand and, and, and comment there to join in the, the, the topic. Can I, can I comment before you? Yes, 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 yes you when can. When you, you mention about similarities, 
yeah, um, I have uh, mm. three children and I love them so much. You know, they are different. I, I, I love them because I'm not going to be specific, but sometimes when we talk, they will mention that, oh, mommy, you know, I do this because I, I observe you doing this uh, when you were young or I observe you doing, saying this. So in, then it makes me happy because then it means there is something positive I've instilled into their lives. They, they do mention those things. Yeah. So, yeah, the children will mimic. They will want to do, sometimes not intentionally, because they've been a reputation. You know, they've seen this been done by mom or dad, then they will do it. One of my daughters was involved, um, she was studying, and then she said to me, yeah, mommy, you know, I remember because you were doing one, two, and three, let me not be specific. Then I thought, let, let me do this. That made me my heart to be happy, to be joyous, because it means she observed what I've been doing. And we learn a lot from our children. Remember, we are from the old school of thought that don't talk too much, don't say, don't say this. <laughs> they educate us because they are upfront. They will say, Mommy, it's not done like this. At first, I used to be cross. I don't want to laugh. I said, why, are they, why must they tell me this? They, don't they know that I have authority? I'm the mother here. <laughs> don't they know that I have authority? But with time, you realize that it's so true. Because we, as parents, as mothers as well, we must develop. That's why it's important to educate ourselves. That's why it's important to skill ourselves. Most of the time when you're talking about education, people will think of a diploma, a certificate, a degree. No, not at all. You, you educate yourself in that field. You make it complete. The field you are in, let the children know that mommy is educated in this field. So then children, when they go mm. to their education, they, they will be thorough because they've seen mommy plowing, working in the farms and really bringing mm. produce. And mm. then when they go to our universities, that thinking, that act the mom was doing, it will be instilled in their minds. So as parents, it's a life which no one teaches you. It doesn't come with a manual. It, it, um, it, it doesn't come with some masters, but it comes with just being a mother. So there's no manual of being a mother, but you just learn to be a mother from other sure. people, from our grandmothers, from our neighbors, from our aunts. We pick up the good things they've been doing. And the other thing, there is no way to be a perfect mother. There's no perfect mother. However, a million, million ways of good things can be done. You know, I must say, you mothers do an extraordinary work. I mean, it's very commendable what you do as a mom, especially a first-time mom. You've never mothered anybody else. 
and here's a little one that you have to mother for 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 the next eighteen years until they're on their own. Um, it's it's just remarkable. So I, I've I've read something here. Um, I just want to share with you mm-hmm. about mothers. It says uh, mothers ex- exemplify the epitome of selfless or the epitome of selflessness as they willingly put their children's needs before their own. They sacrifice their time, personal ambitions, and often their careers to ensure their children receive the best possible care and opportunities. And it says they they are masters of multitasking, constantly juggling various roles and responsibilities, from managing household chores to pursuing careers to being pillars of, of emotional support, they also navigate and uh, the delicate balancing act of this this um, uh, life. So uh, just reading this, I can tell mothers are just super superheroes. Yeah. Eh? Yes. <laughs> we have a comment there, uh, Hilda. You unmuted. You can unmute yourself. Speaking of uh, kids that they imitate us. A friend of mine told me a story. She's drinking. And one day when when the, the, the son was 16 or 17, or towards 18, 17, the son was like, Mommy, when I grow up, I want to be just like you. Mm-hmm. And the mother was like, you know, I'm th- I was thinking of maybe things that I do at work, my careers and all that. And he said, so what do you want to be? He said, I'm going to start drinking. Mm-hmm. He said, what? I didn't Yo. hear that. <laughs> when I'm going to start drinking I'm going to start drinking so, and the mother said I, I, I was so disappointed so, you know you think they are kids they don't see yeah yeah. And so he couldn't wait until they are 18 and start drinking mm. just like the mother does mm. you know so, you, you know, so it's very boys. important what we do mm. in front of them <laughs> thank you you know you know us as boys ne, um we, when you grow up looking at our mothers, I, I've taken note of you, Collins. Um, let me unmute you and then you can comment after um, my expression. So when, when, when I was growing up and looking at my mom, I was like, I need a <laughs> wife like my mom. You know, um, you know, if I can get a wife like my mom, maybe when I'm, I go and look for a wife, you know, I must take care and then she must point out like, yeah, no, this is the one. But you know all that changes when you grown up, grown up, and uh, you're independent. But but just mothers have this mm-hmm. special thingy, you know, that I cannot um, explain. That has so much effect on us as boys, you know, as girls, and uh, looking at them as role models. Collins, you can unmute yourself, then jump in. Okay, thank you again, uh, Mr. Marapedi. Um, yeah. Man, I want to appreciate the contributions that and we cannot replace them. We can't take that space Mm-mm. upon our children and because maybe that's how God has made them um, because, um, you know, they are the carriers Mm. And on a very serious note, the connection even only our kids, we can't replace it. Mm. It will always be there. Even now, 
you know, I'm happy my mother is still alive, but I'm still fond of her because, you know, she's my mother. And um, two, you know, I can still go there. And that's why I could leave them there. What is it in English now, by the way? <laughs> yeah, even the one. Yeah. So he's going to go, he, he usually Meaning goes I home. Go home. Yeah. 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 And then just have a bit of that pension oh, yes. money pension money yes. and then you know she would give yeah and she would give me you know <laughs> yeah you know you know our mothers normal uh they don't have a party <laughs> mm. she doesn't care whether you are earning 100,000 rents a month mm. she will give you you see so hence i'm saying we can't replace that kind of love you know and uh, and also what i'm learning from my girls is that Even them, they behave as if they are my my wives because they ask me questions. Where are you going? Or the questions that mm. my wife should ask <laughs> is them who are asking those questions. Or what time are you leaving? When are you coming back? What are you going to do there? For how long? You. And then if you don't come for that time, they check up on you, they call you. Or, hey, but you said you will come at seven. Now it's quarter past. Mm. Where are you? And then, you know, and I explained, mm. you know, to them and uh, it's it's quite, mm. I enjoy it, you know, uh, because of the relationship I'm having with them. So, yeah, so it becomes a continuous kind of like joy that doesn't end because of the relationship that I'm having with my, my girls. Mm. And I still value it so much so. So, yeah, I guess that's that's my little contribution. Yeah. Thanks for that contribution. Um, Larato, uh, I'll unmute you. You can unmute yourself on the side. Hi, can you hear me? Yes, we can hear you. Welcome to NMP Talk Show. Hi, thank you so much. Um, it's such a special topic because I'm a young mother. My son is three years old. And bringing my son into this world, first mm. of all, he was a preemie. So he spent a month in the NICU ward. That's the, in the neonatal mm. ICU. Mm. Yes. It was the most daunting period of my life because um, I literally had to go three times a day to go see him. And I couldn't hold him when he was born. So that first hug she speaks of, I never got the opportunity. Mm. And you have this little precious, small human being, depending on trusting this life form and it's the most daunting period but when you finally do get to take him home you realize you have this little fragile baby that you have to take care of and you realize the impact of what you do for this child um it was the hardest period i don't want to lie to you i think people don't stress enough that um as a newborn as a first-time mother um a newborn baby is a really tough task. It was so hard. Um, sleep goes out the window. Uh, you have to just be so delicate. Um, and you're also recovering. It was a cesarean. So you're also recovering your mental health, your physical health. And then you have this dependent soul on you. Um, it's a really, really tough period. 
But now that my son is three years old and he's gotten a personality now, I can't see anything. I can't see this life without him. Um, the more I see him every day, the more I'm just like, this is absolutely the best reward that a mother could ever get, that a person could ever get. Um, yesterday, he said to me, Mommy, I need the bathroom. He's a little boy. So I like to escort him to the bathroom just so he doesn't mess. And he turns around and he's like, no, thank you. I can help myself. Like, Leave me alone. <laughs> With so much personality. And it's... <laughs> And you can see that all the milestones are coming and you're just like, this is amazing. This is actually a miracle every day that you spend with your child. Um, so I think it's also just vital to, to listen to mama when she says that what you do, your child will mirror it. So it's also daily reminders that as young mothers, we need to remember that whatever we do, we always have moments where you snap and you say a swear word and then the next thing he's also swearing. Um, you just need to keep in mind that Whatever you do, you mirror a person for your child that will also grow up and be mm. that very same person. Um, but yeah, that's my contribution. It's it's a tough, it's a tough role, um, but it's also a very rewarding role. You, wow! Thanks for that experience, you know, Narato. Yeah, you, beautiful you, one. To add on that, before we end, I want to endorse on what Lirato is saying about tough being tough. There's a saying, being a mother is learning about strength you did not know you had. So you didn't know, Lirato, you had that strength, but you had it. Because here you are, you, your little one said, leave me alone, I'll help myself. No, because it's, it's what you taught your child. And the other thing, mothers possesses a power beyond that of a king sitting on his throne, that, 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 that's the power the mothers are having because they are always with their children, physically, emotionally, or otherwise. So it's more than really a, a, a king because of that connection. So I understand what Mirado is saying. That is so true. This, uh, we can't take away... Um anything from from our mothers you know um in in terms of um they're not capable they are really capable you know and we learn a lot from them and we really appreciate the mothers out there really appreciate you mothers who are connected here on on telegram as well please share your stories tell us what you love about your children what you love about being a mom you know um more than more than anything else in this world and and we we understand that you know because of the economic challenges uh, most of the mothers mm. have to go and work now if you are a first time mom and you're working full time how did it feel like after your maternity leave has ended how did you feel like going back to work uh they hilda um, you can unmute yourself. You know, no, the first day I went to work, no? mm. and I had to leave my child with somebody else. I felt like when I was pregnant, it was better because I would go anywhere with, with my child. <laughs> you understand? Now I must leave them with somebody else. Yes. You, you get worried the whole day. You don't know how they're going to take care of them. 
it, it's not a nice feeling to leave them after three months to go back to work. It's not a nice feeling at all. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks for for that contribution. I I, I can just imagine, you know. Yeah. I yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. I I for me it's in fact for me it's unfathomable, you know. Um, to understand how it feels like to to leave a child at home, you know, uh, uh, just that little baby at home, it's unfathomable. And this, um, yes, what Hilda is Tandy? saying. Um, when I talk to my children, I'll say, "Hey, it was easier when you were still in my tummy because I'll go anywhere with you, even if when you you are in a taxi or we are in an aeroplane, <laughs> you don't pay extra because you are one. It's one." <laughs> so, and sometimes I'll say, hey, I feel yeah. like putting you in my tummy. The three of you just be there in my tummy. So I understand Hilda. I think Hilda is protective, um, which is good because we need to protect our children as well. So it's a nice comment. And, and going back to Colleen, mm-hmm. when she said, God made women to be like this. It's so true because men, there are things men can't, most of the time, men can't be with a, a baby who's, who's a day old. They they just become confused, you know. So, but a woman, even if it's not my child, if someone's, the mother is not well, and then she said, okay, time to just take care of this baby as a mother. Because we are not a mother for your babies, towards your babies or to your children only. We are mothers to all children. We are mothers to all human beings. Human Being beings. A, a boy or a girl, we just mothers to everyone. So that that is what God gave us. Mm. Superpowers. So Superpowers. actually, to add on that, there's heroism <laughs> Elder, yeah. of a mother. So we we are yeah. heroes in in mm. our in mm. our path. We are, we are not saying we are heroes. We are above mm. men. But in this field of being a mother, we are heroes. Because when someone is down, you are able to yeah. talk to that person. Yeah. Put yourself in, in, in that person's shoes as mm. a mother, you see. So um, to be a mother, it's, it's, it's a beautiful yeah. journey, which is hard, but we learn in the process. It is. Hilda, you can jump in. I saw you raised your hand. Yeah, I wanted to add on what Sister Andy was saying. You know, as a mother of a teenage boy or a teenage girl, when it's reached past eight and they're not in the house, they're not home yet, you just cannot sleep. But your husband will sleep, <laughs> and so they will come. <laughs> you know? But as a mother, you, you cannot sleep. With me, I'll, when they touch the gate, I will know then. Okay, it's fine. I'll go at first to, to open the door, the, the 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 door for them, and yeah, to see them safe, I can go and sleep. You so know, that is one of the characters that women or mothers mm, have with their babies. I I I remember when when I was dating my wife, um, <laughs> I would come back very late at home, and my mom used to worry so much, but uh, my mom doesn't talk a lot. So my dad, my dad will call me every five minutes. Where are you? Where are you? No, I, no, I'm coming. I'm coming. 30 minutes later, I'm still coming. I'm there. 
still dating. <laughs> he calls, where are you? No, 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 I'm about to leave now. So for the for the next two hours, that will be my story. I'm about to leave. I'm about to leave. So I can see how you as parents um, are really concerned about the safety of, of your children. We don't understand it as children. We All we want is, is, is freedom. You know, when we were babies, we, yeah, we needed you here because we could not do anything by ourselves. But when we, we, we pass our teenage years and, you know, entering adulthood, and we, we want to be independent and we want to do things by ourselves away from the parents and th- other things we, we do without even, you know, um, letting you know that we're doing them. So um, now I understand. Like when we started with the show, I said, we as children looking at our parents, looking at our moms, and then we hit a, a wow moment in that we're saying, oh, wow, now we get it. Because now we understand the feelings that they had. Because now we parents, or we mothers, or we fathers, of these small ones that they, they, they don't have experience uh, to save themselves. We do have enough experience, but not compared to our parents, but we do have experience that we can say, wow, now I understand why my mom used to behave like this. Why my mom used to talk to me like this? Why my mom used to be concerned about me like this? And it's just a it's just a wheel, isn't it? Wheel, isn't it? That it rotates, it comes back, and you you get to a point that you understand. But yo, th- thank you for, so much for those experiences. They really, really opened the eyes, and we really appreciate it. If you do have more, we still have a few minutes to to kill. Uh, you can share your experiences. Maybe, let me open up this way. Your children have grown now, and they are about to start their own families. How do you feel as a mom seeing your daughter being given away in marriage? And now they're going to be somebody else's responsibility. How do you feel about it? To all the moms here, <laughs> or maybe maybe they're not they're not there yet. As as um, I I want to give the experience my experience when yeah. I get I got married. Mm. My dad actually cried. Mm. He cried, and he said to me, "Go there and be submissive to your husband. Do everything that I've done to your mom." And it, it it was it was painful. It was a happy moment. You know, it was a bittersweet moment. Mm. And to, even today, I still remember my day. He said, "You know what? You go there, be submissive, respect him. He will love you back. There's no man who would want to marry a woman that doesn't respect him." And I went. You remember now? I was. I think I was nineteen. Yeah. He I'm was still, still very young. young. Mm. But he gave me away, you know, and <laughs> <laughs> and today mm. I'm still practicing what he taught me. Yeah. So that's the impact. Years eh? Sure. In the field. That's the impact. 
that's the impact. Yeah. Yes, um, nice comments. And uh, I think, uh, yeah, most of the mothers and fathers cry when their daughters get married because it's like you are losing a daughter. You are losing someone who, who's part of you. And like she's mentioning that she must be submissive now to this husband. Supposed to be like that. Because the mother was submissive to the father. And now when the, the woman gets married, you must be submissive to this man you are getting married to. That's what the Bible says. That's why even community people are saying. That's why even ancient people believed. You must be submissive to this man. So the cry is a cry of joy, yes, but it's a cry of not knowing what is going to happen now to your daughter. Is this daughter going to be in good hands? Mm. Is she not going to be in, good, in a good home? Is it going to be poor? How am I going to get involved now? Because there are lo there's going to be a lot of do's and don'ts. She has changed the surname. She's not Murabedi yeah. now. <laughs> she's, <laughs> she's calling. So there are so many Somebody feelings else. <laughs> which are like, there's a fear. How is this daughter of mine going to be uh, managed or going to be handled? Is she going to be accepted by the family, by the mother-in-law, mm -hmm. by the community? So there's a lot of fear of unknown. So, yeah, most of us, when we get married, there is that fear. But it becomes a happy fear at some stage, sure. if there's something like that. <laughs> Yeah, no, that says that we're reaching the end of our show. Uh, but maybe before we do that, um, let's take another hand. Uh, Hilda? No, I was saying it, it, it finished so quick. It goes fast. Yeah, maybe it a topic for another day, Nevo, is the love of your grandchild. Wow. Comparing the love of your child and your grandchild. <laughs> yeah, on that one, I think I think you you grannies, you spoil the the, the grandchildren more than you spoil yes, us as your we children. Do. <laughs> we do. You're not as strict as you do, but yeah, uh, that's a beautiful topic that we can have on another show. Collins, um, thank you for joining me. As a father, you representing the men here, the fathers, and and that's why I'm I, I want to call on you once more before we end the show um maybe you can you can share with us um i know you're saying your your children are still young but you can't help as as a father thinking of when you're giving them in marriage how you how you feeling about it now are you preparing yourself for that or it's something that you're putting away you don't want to think about it because it makes you not feel feel good anymore okay. yes <laughs> Am I audible enough? Yes, you are. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You know what? Ne? I was listening, and um, I, I've never given it a serious thought, even though there was a time it crossed my mind. And let me tell you, 
I don't know yet how I'm going to handle that one. Perhaps emotionally, I need to start to prepare myself now mm -mm. because I guess it's a moment that I would need to allow my emotions to settle and maybe start to prepare myself, even though life happens that way. Sometimes we try to protect our children from nothing, you know, and the more we let them be, the more they will navigate life and find their path. And then they become grown-ups like we are now. Perhaps, obviously, their parents had fears as to whether what type and kind of people will turn into, but with time, here we are, you know? We have procreated, we have given them grandchildren, even though they are still concerned, but I guess I need to prepare my emotions and mind as to, you know, when the day comes, may the Lord give me strength to, <laughs> I wouldn't want to say give it up, give them away, <laughs> but to do that process. <laughs> yeah, no, and, uh, you know what, I have no choice. So I, I just need to, you know, prepare myself emotionally, you mm. know, in all, in all trueness, because, oh gosh, you touched something that <laughs> now it's starting to bother me. Uh, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> yeah. Collins, and you know we appreciate you. We appreciate thank you so you, much. I appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> thank you so much. Well, thank you so much, everyone, for joining NMP Talk yeah. Show. This was a beautiful discussion, I must say. Um, when we came up with it, we didn't think it will gain traction like this, you know, because um, we usually talk about serious um, topics about mental health. But I guess this, as a mother as well, affects your mental health, you know, how you you um, you take care of your children, seeing your children growing up uh, into adulthood, into responsible persons in the community, and, and you worry about their safety, you worry about everything. So it does affect your mental wellness. So as as me now, uh, without children, I want to say to you, mothers, we appreciate you. We thank you for being those true mothers who are kind, who are loving, who are supportive, who can navigate any problems that we we have, and we come to you crying, um, even though you're not doctors, you're not you're not nurses, you're not anything else but we come to you knowing that you have a solution for us and we want to thank you for that keep doing what you're doing best and be good at it improve on it and i promise you your children will be grateful for you in the future so my name is now morapedi and thank you sister andy matkubela for joining us on this show talking about this lovely topic as a mother of three as well and we hope that we can have you back and uh, we're talking about grandchildren. And um, I know some of you here who are connected on Telegram, you have you do have grandchildren. So it will be interesting to hear the stories behind as a grandmother spoiling the grandchildren more than you spoiled your children. <laughs> but yeah, uh, that's another episode for another day. Uh, so like I say, I'm Neomara Pedi and the host of Thank NAP Talk much, Show. Neil. And we're signing out.